the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Good morning and welcome Patriot Radio News Hour. I'm Joe Jaquin, CEO of the Patriot Trading Group and our toll-free number 800-951-0592. The website at allamericangold.com and welcome to Monday, the day before Valentine's Day. Make sure you take care of that special someone out there. I mean, Crazy, uh, the Valley of the Sun, just on fire. We, we have the Waste Management open. We have the Super Bowl. Kevin Durant is now going to play basketball for the Phoenix Suns. And, and I'll say this, I'm exhausted. I mean, I'm ready for all these people to get the you-know-what out of town. Uh, by, of course, one of those people, my son, uh, Joey, was in town. Uh, he, he brought his roommate. They, they were at the, the golf tournament and all that stuff. They're, they're actually on an airplane as we speak. Uh, but, but, Jason, I'll tell you what, I, I'm ready for so, some call. I need a break. I need some rest from all, all the activities of, of this weekend. And you were pretty busy, anyways. You had a lot. You, you went to a few places, and you had family over. So I know how that is. My uh, uh, my wife's uh, parents celebrated their 50th wedding anniversary on Sunday. So there's a lot. Of, you know, with everything else we're doing on the side here, Joe. I've, I've been I was busy all through the weekend. Yeah, it, it's just been crazy. Of course, the uh, the the Super Bowl. You know what? I, hey, you know I I watch it casually. I, I'm more of a. a I just want it to be a good game, right, versus, you know, win, lose, you know, I don't care. Just just don't have it be a blowout. And this was one of those ones. It was a good game, and then, uh, you know, they let the, the refs decide. You never like it when the refs decide the outcome. Did the refs decide it, or was it was it maybe the, some big betting conglomerate wanting a certain result? <laughs> it didn't look – it certainly looked kind of weird to me the way it went down, and I've never – thought that NFL football would get as 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 wussy as as I saw at the end of that game. I mean, yet one team not wanting uh, not wanting to stop him so they can get the ball back, and the other team stopping short of the touchdown because I don't want to score the touchdown. It's uh, I, I just wish we could go back to where the, the the men were men, and it's just a bunch of millionaires playing on a field. Well, uh, I'll say this: it, uh, it it's over now. Everybody. Over. Uh, get to the airport and get the heck out of town. That's all I have to say. Uh, you know what's so, so interesting though? One of the very interesting things, uh, the, the, the golf tournament was, was a sellout, you know, Friday, Saturday, they, you know, a hundred, couple hundred thousand people go to this thing. Uh, for all the activity here, it was really shocking. Uh, there was a big article out in the uh, Arizona Republic over the weekend, uh, and they were talking about the Airbnbs and how empty they were. Uh, well, there was one guy, and again, this is how in- insane it's gotten. They're, they were interviewing a guy. He represents, uh, uh, you know, I don't know, a consortium of some sort. They have 95 
Airbnbs in in Phoenix. And I, when I say Phoenix, you know, it could be Scottsdale, Mesa, you know, but in the in the general area, ninety five that are just Airbnbs. Uh, it, it's just. It's gotten ridiculous, and here was the the, the the thing that maybe made me feel, I hate to say I felt a little better about it, less than half of them were getting used with the waste management and, and the Super Bowl, uh, and Jason, maybe, maybe another sign to come here uh, on the housing market, I mean, this isn't 95 rental properties. Right, that would be one thing. No, this is 95 where, where we, hey, we just want to get people in and out. Like you rent it for a few days, three or four days. And you know, we don't want you to actually live in these houses. Uh, it, and it was just, I don't know, just another one of those things that leaves me scratching, scratching my head a little bit about where's this economy headed? Yeah, that's interesting. You think there would be a, a complete sellout of all properties completely? It seems like there'd be nowhere to go. And uh, I don't know, Joe. Were you able to get around pretty good? Was, I mean, how how bad was it? I mean, I'm sure it was a lot worse than normal. But I mean, did this did this seem you know what? Like something I, you were expecting? Yeah, it wasn't that bad. I'll be honest with you. It it wasn't wasn't that bad. Uh, but but it's just the uh, it was more frustrating. I'll say this on the side streets. Uh, with these people that don't know where they're going, right? And you know, when you don't know what you're where you're going, listen. Just a little bit of advice: at least drive the speed limit, right? I mean, come on. Now, and of course, in Arizona, the speed limit is merely a suggestion. Uh, and and if you're not going at least five or ten miles over the speed limit, you're actually driving too slow. I've noticed since since COVID, Joe, that there's a lot more. Uh... Uh, abiders of the speed limit than ever before. I've never seen traffic uh, slower than it ever has been. I mean, I remember 2019, there's certain roads, everyone was 5 to 10 miles over, right? Now it's, I don't know, Joe, I think there's a, a lot of people are really worried who, who's who's the overseer, who's watching over you, who's who's going to get you in trouble if you if you go 46 and a 45. Well, let me tell you, but you're, you're, you're sounding like my wife. She, she's like, I bet you they got one of those things for cheap insurance in their cars, you know. <laughs> Oh my God! And, yes. and uh, I don't know, maybe, but uh, yeah. Anyhow, uh, we got a lot going on. Tomorrow is going to be a very, very big day. Uh, we've got the next CPI report. I think this is going to be the catalyst here. You know, gold and silver were on this run, and then we got that that crazy job number that really got everybody worried about, you know, maybe interest rates are going to go uh, a little higher than we thought. Uh, so we got CPI tomorrow. And, and Jason, I think I, I've got some news on that. Uh, on Friday, the government up to its old bag of tricks. Yep, I, I think that uh, it could be setting ourselves up for a, a, a soft, CPI number tomorrow. We'll talk about that when we return. 800 Joe and Jason, Patriot Radio News Hour. Uh, the Dow is up almost 300 points. Uh, and again, I think I know why. I'll tell you about that in a minute. The S&P's up 38. The NASDAQ's up 155. Gold's down 10, silver's down 16 cents. And Jason, I think this is, this may be setting up. Now, obviously, I don't know the number. It's not like, uh, you know, Jay Powell calls me up. 
pay double just to let you know here's here's what's happening but i think after this jobs report that we saw a couple of weeks ago i think we're setting up for the bottom here i think we're going to get start ready uh, to rally uh, on the number tomorrow i'll say this right now uh, if you're looking for a buying opportunity, I think this is it. I'd be buying before the CPI comes out. Now, I could, I could have egg on my face come tomorrow, Jason, but on Friday, and it's always on Friday. This is why I said nothing, right? All of this stuff, it, 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 it's all planned. Right, they 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 have their game. You know, think about some of the shows we did last week. I thought we did some of our best radio in a long time uh, when we were talking about what was going on the the FDIC and their little meeting about man. I don't think people really know what the rules are. I don't think they know. You know, should we tell them? I mean, should we let them know? that we've essentially made it legal to take their money? I mean, should we tell them? And, and you heard the response? You heard the response? <clears throat> oh, yep. oh, well, no! No, we shouldn't tell them! And, and then you know what was funny? Because they said, oh, well, we don't want them to have to worry. That would just cause undue stress on these poor people. We should not tell them that! You know what the next question was? What about the rich people? What about the, they call them, now they don't say rich people. Because that, you know, come on, that, that, that would be bad, right? That would be discriminatory. No, no. Institutional investor. See? See, see the difference there? It's institutional investor. What about them? Shouldn't we tell them? Well, their lawyers are here. <laughs> you heard, hey, they're here. Hey, they're, don't worry. They got a whole team of people. They know. Now, I wish you would have said it, 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 you know, maybe done a little hand over the mic thing, you know, and whisper in the guys. Oh, by the way, uh, my secretary's emailing them all right now. Just in case one of them, I don't know, uh, was in, in the Bahamas and, and sipping my ties and, and missed it. But here's what happened on Friday. The government said, because remember now, we've got a new word, disinflation. Repeat after me. No, we don't have inflation. We don't have stagflation. We don't even have deflation. No, it's disinflation. Of course, Try to figure out what that means. I think it means the same thing as transitory. Uh, but on Friday, the government came out, Jason, and they went back to October, November, and December and said, you know what, guys? You know, I don't know what happened. You know, maybe they're, the spreadsheet, you know, somebody typed into the formula bar. I mean, I, we, we're not quite sure, but, you know, we, we looked at it again. We took another look. And uh, inflation was a little higher in October and November and December uh, than what we are telling everybody, Jason, which means to me tomorrow we'll probably get a number that looks pretty decent, which I think may be the end you know, or the bottom to gold and silver. 
Yeah, I, I think they're going to get a lower number on the CPI, Joe. Um, you know, I, I, every time you look at this, there's so much information that, for me, they could go both ways. And that, that piece that you talked about, Lynette Zhang, it was on uh, Kitco News. It's about a one-hour long. You can go look it up. But when Joe brought that on the air, there was only maybe one place that maybe beat us to it, Joe. But everybody's been covering it a lot since we put it on the air last week. And and people are starting to wake up to this, Joe. And, and the CPI, I, I think it's going to be lower, Joe, you know, but I'm starting to, I'm starting to get some weird vibes going on uh, in the world stage that makes me think that these, these rate hikes might not stop, Joe. There's, I'm starting to get little cracks in their plan. And I know that's, that's, uh, that's not in their plan. They want to stop the rate hikes, have a pause, but Joe, it's, it all depends on the inflation. And the more I look at uh, how dire a circumstance it is for the Fed to get rid of this inflation, because their very existence could hang on getting rid of the inflation, because if they don't, Joe, who, who knows what could happen, right? Yeah, absolutely. But you know what? Uh, don't forget our friends at Y-Refi, right? Hey, it doesn't matter what that inflation number comes out tomorrow. If it's Maybe it's going to be hotter. Maybe it's, I know, uh, I, I say it's going to be cooler. But but either way, uh, you know, Jason, well, maybe rates are going to go a little higher. Uh, maybe, maybe they're not. Uh, take all the guesswork out up to 10.25% return. And here's the thing. It's the exact same thing every single month. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter what happens. Dow could sit here at 33000 for the rest of the year. doesn't matter. They could go to 40000 doesn't matter. It could go twenty thousand. Doesn't matter. Invest yrefi.com. That's the word invest, the letter Y R E F Y dot com. Or simply call them eight 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 Y Refi twenty four. And as you guys know, you gotta have fifty thousand. Right? They want you to be an accredited investor. Uh, but but don't worry if you're not, call them anyway, get on the list because they're trying to get rid of that. Uh, and and Jason you can even use an existing IRA, and some of you can even use your existing 401k. So it's a really uh, great way to check it out. Invest yrefi.com. But they went back, and here's what they did. They said, well, you know, all of these seasonal adjustments, which I've been sitting here for 20 years, seasonal adjustments made a lot of sense. In the 50s, 60s, 70s, even the 80s. Why? Well, everything was done by hand. It took a while. We have computers now. I mean, we're getting ready to launch a digital currency in which a computer can compute Billions of transactions in a second. There's no reason for them anymore. But nope, they got to have them because it allows them to hide things, cover up things. Of course, they'll say, well, we like to smooth it out. Yeah, smooth it out. Well, apparently, Jason, uh, the seasonal adjustments, they work, I guess, better when things are somewhat normal and I don't know that's a I mean what's normal anymore but you get what I'm saying hey when we've got you know normal 
job creation, when we've got normal-type inflation, when we've got a normal-type economy, they work okay. Okay. But the second you throw stimulus, COVID, everybody gets a check, nobody go to work, wait, everybody go to work, they're all of a sudden, they don't know what to do. So the, the big revisions came in the seasonal adjustments. So go figure, I guess what they told us was is, our seasonal adjustments are really meant to make inflation appear much better than what it is. Unfortunately, because of all the stuff that was going on, we kind of overdid it, Jason. Yeah, so so does that mean uh, lower? It should be the inflation number should be higher than they've they've been reporting the last few months, or lower? I think they're higher. Well, the number is right? now higher. So they they were under-reporting the number. That's why I said I got a real – and I think this is why you're seeing the Dow. I said, hey, I think I know why the Dow's up almost 300 points. I think they're getting excited that, hey, now that you've revised all these numbers higher, chances are you still got the same crappy seasonal adjustments. Uh, so uh, don't be shocked if we get a lower number and then people go, oh, whew, okay, we can go back to thinking that the Fed is done in March, uh, worst case scenario, May. Got it. I, I see that. So I'll, uh, I think the CPI number will be lower tomorrow anyways, Joe. So I, th- th- well, I, I think, right. Right I think that, it was setting up to be lower, but now it could be even lower. It, well, I, I was thinking in the fives. That's That was what I was thinking before your information. I mean, I don't. I don't know. I mean, it, it, it's been pretty steady on the upward uh, in 2021, uh, in 2022, and then it was pretty, been pretty steady on the downward. They want to show that soft landing look, you know. So I, yep. I don't know, Joe. If it was to go down like one and a half percent from from the December number to the January number, I, <laughs> I don't know what that would mean, Joe. I guess, I guess that would be uh, Wall Street screaming at the Fed to stop rate hikes after this one in February. Well, this this is going to be a number, like I said, I think today is a good day to put your toe in the water. We could have uh, some some big moves come to, but now I could be wrong, but it just looks like, you know, when I saw it, when I, when I saw that over the weekend, I was like, oh, okay, I see what's going on here, right? So, this is all I'm saying. So right now, you know, Jason, on Friday, you ran dimes and quarters. Uh, dimes at a hundred dollars, quarters at two hundred dollars. Uh, I'm gonna I'm gonna honor that again today because I think you really need to be buying today. Uh, we have twenty dollar gold on. It's just an incredible deal. But I'm gonna I'm gonna heat that up as well. Twenty dollar gold at two thousand seventy five. So that's pre-1933. And any of you that have listened to us over the last 27 years, we like pre-33 gold the best. Why? Well, why is it better than bullion? Why is it better than a gold eagle? Why is it better than a bar? Why is it better than a maple leaf? Why is it better than a Krugerrand? And the answer is simple. It's the most private way to own gold, period. When you own gold, you want to be able to buy it, sell it, trade it, right? Do whatever you want with it, right? And not have to worry about 
Uncle Sam getting in your back pocket by the dealer. Well, I'm gonna, I need you to fill out a 1099. Oh, you're selling a hundred thousand dollars worth of gold today? That's wonderful. Hey, by the way, can you, I need you to fill out this form for me. I need your name. I need your address. I need your social security number. Right, I, I need to let Uncle Sam know. Uh, by the way, my my accountant's going to give you a ten ninety nine. Uh, all all of those things the, the, that doesn't happen with pre nineteen thirty three gold. I don't have to legally do anything. Now, does that mean you shouldn't pay your capital gains? I didn't say that. All as I said is there is no ten ninety nine. I don't know what you paid for it, right? Who knows what you paid for it? But you you understand what we're talking about. Uh, $20 gold. These are going to be uh, liberties. There may be some saints in there. Uh, pre-1933, uh, back when our currency was gold, uh, it's the only thing. Another reason why I really like it, it's the only thing you kept putting in an IRA, which just tells you something. Just tells you something. Uh, just that fact alone. Uh, 2075, but I'm going to really make it worth your while, and I hope people take advantage of it because I think I'm right. Buy 10 or more, 2050 at 800 951 Take the time, put them away. Uh, you're going to be really glad that you did. Uh, and again, whether it, it, and we're talking about a report, we're talking about a one-day thing tomorrow. You don't buy gold for one day. We know, you know, be, before the summer ends, the Fed rate hiking cycle is most likely going to be over. Take advantage of it. We'll be back. Eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two. Patriot Radio News Hour. Joe and Jason here on this Monday. Uh, the big CPI number coming out uh, tomorrow. Everybody, uh, I think we're we're setting up. Anyway, it's just an educated guess. Uh, on Friday, the government came out and said, "Well, you know, inflation was actually worse than what we said in October. It was worse in November." It was worse in December, right? And we usually that's how they like to do it, right? And then they can come in because the narrative right now is disinflation, disinflation, disinflation. So tomorrow I'm anticipating a little, maybe a little better number because they revised all the other numbers a little higher and we could have a, we could have one of those days. Right when when we got the the last time we got that those low CPI numbers, right gold gold was charging. We had a thirty, forty, fifty dollar day, and gold silver was up a dollar. So I'm kind of telling you, hey, I think tomorrow's a good or today's a good day to buy, and and we're we're heating it up. Uh, rolls of dimes, the pre 1965, 64 and older silver dimes and silver quarters. $100 for 50 dimes, $200 for 40 quarters. And just so you know, unlike some of the guys out there, I won't mention any names, they pull out all the good ones, 
Right? They'll, they'll pull out all the mercury dimes. They'll, they'll put out, pull out all the VGs and all that and try to charge them. We don't do any of that. Uh, we, we, we roll them up and ship them out. You're going to get a, a lot of cool ones to look at. Uh, we don't, we don't take away the, the walkers or things. We don't do any of that stuff on our, on our utility or, or junk silver. And then on the gold side, Jason, uh, this is just a, a huge, huge opportunity. I won't go into a lot of details, but we, uh, over the weekend, really, start, this started on, on Thursday, uh, we're handling an, a big estate sale. This is, uh, uh, mom and dad have passed on, uh, the kids are in a big fight. You know, the, the executor wants to sell all the medals. A couple of the kids don't want to sell any of the medals. Anyway, we're, 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 we're kind of relieving some of that pressure here. That's why you're going to be able to get $20 gold. That's such a great deal. One through nine at 275 or 2075. Ten or more at 2050 at 800. Nine five one zero five nine two, and if you go out today to allamericangold.com, Jason John Rubino, uh, he's a big um, financial writer. Okay, so he writes for all the big publications, very well known. Uh, USA Watchdog, uh, Greg Hunter, he does such a great job. Uh, he, he, you can see the whole interview uh, there at All American Gold today. Uh, but he's talking about Jason, this debt and, uh, this debt spiral. And he really, he called it a debt and death spiral. Of course, last week we were talking about, look at the interest on the debt alone, uh, $800 billion on its way to a trillion. Yes, Joe. And, and, uh, one thing I was going to mention as you're talking about, uh, the disinflation, uh, before we get into, you know, Backtrack just a moment. You know, golding, gold is um, often a leading indicator of where things are going, and and, and the reason is 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 Joe's and I have been talking about these central banks and countries loading up on gold. Um, the reason gold can be a leading indicator in the situation I think we're ha- going to happen in the next year, Joe, is I think this disinflation is going to happen. I think it's going to be extreme. In fact, I think I think it could be so extreme that by the the middle of the uh, of this year we could see you know, very, very low CPI, even maybe below zero. It, it can actually trip below zero and see, and see, see uh, deflation. But I think the inflation is going to come back tremendously. And, and, Joe, so having people buy gold today is, is such a good idea because I think the gold prices take off here pretty soon and take off dramatically, and, and it'll be a leading indicator of the inflation to come. And, and, and now Joe's talking about, yeah, the uh, uh, the debt is so high that just the interest payments alone, because this inflation has, has, has forced the Fed to raise these rates, we're going to get probably another one this month. Who knows if we'll get the one in March. And, and Joe, I don't think because of things are, are, are just so turbulent, they're not going to lower these rates right away. They're going to stay even. If the inflation comes back, gold will have already made its move, I think, before that, Joe. Tremendously high. That's that's what's happened. I mean, look, look the record highs were earlier last year, right, Joe? And then gold kind of cooled off for a while because now, look, leading indicator that the inflation started coming down. If the inflation comes back later this year or next year, like I think it's going to, Joe, then gold's going to take off like a rocket ship. Well, uh, you know, you mentioned the central banks again. Uh, 
just an incredible amount of buying last year. It continues. China announced again uh, in January, hey, we're, we're adding again uh, the amount of countries. And, and, and I'm saying amount because I, I don't know. When you're telling me, hey, they bought, I forget the exact number, but uh, let's just say 1,200 metric tons of gold last year. And yet, you're telling me, hey, over half of that number, we're not sure who bought it. Because they didn't want you to know. So so just think about that for just a second. Why would countries be buying, obviously, I'm assuming, large quantities? But we don't want the public to know. And I just go back to that meeting with the FDIC. Hey, should we tell the depositors the real, you know, the truth? Should we let them know what's really, well, well no, we don't want them to panic. Right, and and I and I just am. I've never seen. Listen, I've been doing this over twenty years. I've never seen buying like this where and and not well. Obviously, it was a record, so obviously I've never seen it. But the amount of central banks not disclosing that they're actually buying—I didn't even know you could. Well, number one, I didn't even know that was legal, but apparently it is. But I also want to, Jason, I also want to bring up, because, you know, you're talking about, uh, you know, 1967 used to be the biggest year ever. But remember, Richard Nixon closed that gold window in 1971. Gold went from $42 to $800 from 71 to 1980. And, Jason, you know, I'm not predicting anything nearly that dramatic here but when you see central banks pouring in like they are it's time for you to be doing the same thing Patriot Radio News Hour we'll be back after the break 800-951-0592 Joe and Jason Patriot Radio News Hour on this Monday uh, looking forward to that CPI number tomorrow I think this is a, a buying opportunity uh, based upon the fact that on Friday they revised all of the CPI data higher for October, November, December. But, Jason, before the break, and we're going to get to John Rubino as well, but before the break, you know, talking about these central banks, listen, they've been buying gold really steadily now. I want to say this was the, if I, uh, and I and I think I'm right on this, I think it was the 15th straight year in a row where central banks were net buyers of gold. And and people don't know this. But all through the 90s and into the early 2000s, central banks did nothing but sell gold. Matter of fact, after the UK sold all of its gold, what an idiot that guy was. Sold all of its gold at $250. The European Central Banks, Jason, got together and had an agreement. Okay, we're not going to do that anymore because it just makes the price go way too low. Uh, We're only going to sell 500 metric tons a year. 
between all of the countries. And, and think about for the last now 15 straight years in a row, nobody's selling. Nobody's selling 500 metric tons of any gold. And now we just set the record and already uh, with the Chinese announcement, it looks like January, Jason, much more of the same of how we ended the last six months of last year. Yeah, I think so. Yeah, that's that's a good way to put it, Joe. For sure, that's a good observation. And and uh, uh, I don't, yeah, I don't think the uh, European Central Bank and and these other European countries are going to be selling a lot of gold right now because there's so much uncertainty and and gold gives you a high level of comfort and stability. I mean, I've said it many times, customers that I meet with Joe, and I'm sure it's the same with you. That these are some of the most comfortable, relaxed people you ever meet because. You know, when you have something put away, when you you have something saved back for those emergencies, you, you don't worry about the what ifs. I mean, let's face it, the, the thing that man fears the most is the unknown, right, Joe? And by having uh, uh, something put away that has value that you know will always have value, it, it gives you comfort. And that, that goes with central banks and governments too, Joe. Yeah, and, you know, and then uh, Rabino talking about this debt spiral. And, man, you know, uh, I was all over Janet Yellen. Uh, she is, she is, from day one, I've been warning people how horrible she is. She truly is an ultimate leftist, uh, socialist, believes that, uh, the government should spend money, uh, as much as possible. And of course, remember she was telling, Oh, we need to go big while rates are down. Of course, rates aren't down anymore. And now uh, we're we're spending a fortune. Why do you think these central banks are buying gold? You think they want U.S. treasuries? Really? Do you, do you really think that? Really? I mean, look at the ten-year note. It's at three seven. With the Fed fund, with with the Fed funds rate almost a whole point higher. Right, which tells you how messed up it is, and 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 he's saying that this is what happens, and, and he started kind of foreshadowing that, like all fiat money, it goes to zero. I mean, what what do you think happened to the Deutschmark? It went to zero. They're worthless. You got Deutschmark today; it's worth nothing. A lira worth nothing. Right, well, oh, well, they changed it to the euro. Yeah, well, guess what? Of course, the euro ain't worth a hill of beans either, right? But there, you know, he was talking about people losing faith. And this is exactly what the central banks are saying. Right? Because remember, think about it. In the late 90s, remember Bill Clinton, we had a couple of budget surpluses. You know, they, they were fake, but so what? On paper, we had some budget surpluses. Alan Greenspan was the maestro. And the debt was going to be paid off by 2010. Well, that made sense. Should you own gold if that was the case? Hell no. No, you shouldn't. That's why they were all selling it. Now they're like, uh-oh, wait a minute. We're going the wrong way, and now are we in the spiral? Jason, have we passed that point of no return that that it's gotten so big now that there is no way out? Well, you call it a death. That's what He calls it a death spiral, right? I mean, to me, a, a Ponzi scheme a, a only fails. A death and death 
Spiral, yep. Spiral. It's a it's a Ponzi scheme. They always spiral out of control. That's just the way it's <laughs> at some point the amount of people putting the money into the Ponzi uh ends up being not enough to cover those people at the top of that pyramid. So so that's that's you can call it a death spiral, but but Joe, to me it's 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 a pyramid scheme, it's a it's a Ponzi scheme that's it's it's going away, it's dying, it's it's uh you've got these countries across the world uh, that are all run by the same corporations and the same bankers. It's just the the fraud that is the front, the Federal Reserve. No, they're, they're gonna have to change it. They have to they have to do something. It, with it. It's, you know, it's, it's gonna be bad. It's gonna yeah. be bad. Uh, Wall Street returns. Uh, the, we we've lived in stupid times. Really stupid. They had interest rates at zero for almost fifteen years. And look at what the debt went to. It was five trillion. The Fed's balance sheet was seven hundred billion. Now we're at thirty-two trillion and eight and a half trillion. Right? We we, we went from essentially six trillion to forty trillion, and now we got a problem. Patriot Radio News Hour: The solution: Be your own central bank. Put that gold away. 800-951-0592. Final segment coming up. 800-951-0592. Joe and Jason wrapping up this Monday by this dip. I think it, uh, I, w- I won't, let's just put it this way. I can't guarantee anything. I don't know what it's going to do tomorrow, but, uh, I wouldn't be shocked if we see a significantly higher gold and silver price tomorrow. Uh, right now gold's off 10. 1853 silver's down 17 cents uh 2190 uh on the silver side we have rolls of silver dimes at a hundred dollars that's a five dollar roll that's 50 silver dimes uh 40 silver quarters at 200 dollars uh and then the big side on on the gold side uh, just a, a huge opportunity here. Twenty dollar gold, one through nine, two thousand seventy five, ten or more. And I can do this. I've got a, a little over a hundred of them. So, that, like I said, we are dealing with a, a fairly big estate. There may be more coming, uh, but but uh, brothers and sisters are still arguing here. But two thousand fifty, if you buy ten. Or more, and like I said, I can do a hundred, hundred and ten of those at that price. At eight hundred nine five one zero five nine two, and Rabino, here's what he was saying: the world's losing faith. Refuse to use them and hold them anymore until the 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 value falls to its intrinsic value, which is zero. In other words, they're getting out. They're they're trying to spend them as fast as they can, manifesting itself in hyperinflation. Things feel basically okay for a long time, as long as governments could force interest rates down to really, really low levels. The side effect: massive. Money creation, 
and eventually inflation. That's exactly, it's textbook. That's exactly what we're dealing with now. And here's what he basically said. We got two choices. Go back to the deflation of the 1930s. Right? That means the Jason, hey, the Fed's just going to keep raising rates. Raise them, 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 and, and crush the economy and, and, right, and, and, and get, get all of that money out of the system. Or stop raising rates and we're going to be talking about a Weimar Republic until the currency ends. Yeah, Joe, I think there's a lot of dollars coming home globally. Uh, we'll see dollars coming from all over the place, I think, in the future, Joe. I mean, I mean, uh, let's face it, there's a Chinese spy balloons, right? Maybe they're just uh, they're not looking at army installations. Maybe they're just trying to uh, figure out, well, I can't spend these in Saudi Arabia anymore. Maybe I'll just bring them here and buy what I'm looking at on the ground, Joe. And that's that's essentially, hey, if you can't spend dollars anywhere else, Joe, there is one place you can still spend dollars. There's there's a, there's a huge inflation problem still coming, I think. I think we just saw the beginning of it. Yeah, I, I don't know here uh, what's really – man, I, I just saw a headline, uh, uh, all the early filing tax people, uh, average return down 11%. Uh, that's it's not, 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 one another, not, not another one, but it's not a good sign, right? That, that's less money. Yeah, my tax burden grew for 2022, Joe, and uh, 2023 looks like more, so it's, it's – uh, I don't see taxes getting any better, Joe. It was a record collection year, wasn't it, for taxes in 2022? It absolutely was. Uh, why do I got a feeling that debt is going much, much higher? Patriot Radio News Hour. God bless everybody. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.